We talk a lot about cancer on The Health Report, but we talk a lot less about the side effects of cancer care. And one relatively common after effect of cancer treatment, treatment is lymphedema. Yes, I've heard of this. It's a swelling condition, right? The lymphatic system doesn't drain properly? Yeah, exactly. So lymphedema can either be primary, where it sort of starts spontaneously in a young person, but it's it's relatively common that it can start after cancer treatment, especially when the lymph nodes have been affected. So as you might have heard, you know, if someone's having cancer treatment, they'll often take a few lymph nodes out to check for cancer spread or because the cancer might have spread there, or the lymph nodes might be damaged by radiation treatment. And so then that's what helps all the fluid travel around your body. And in about one in five cases, uh, depending on the kind of cancer, what that can leave the person with is it's not draining properly on that part of their body. And so they can have a, a swelling of that limb, which is uncomfortable and can lead to some pretty severe effects if it's left untreated. Right. So that's 20% of cancer patients. That seems like a lot of people. How many people does that amount to in Australia? Well, the thing is, we don't really know. So the 20%, it depends on the type of cancer. It's more for some types, it's less for others. The numbers that we do have are sort of extrapolated from how many people we know get it after cancer and numbers from overseas countries that do measure it, like the UK. But advocates are saying we need much more visibility on lymphedema numbers and on how much it's costing the health system. It was basically like falling into an abyss. That's Monique Barraham. Ten years ago, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. It was actually her experience after surviving cancer and developing lymphedema that led to her becoming an advocate for other people with the condition. Compared to the wraparound treatment that I had experienced for my cancer treatment, being diagnosed for lymphedema was just, um, it was a shock. I have come to use the term the lymphedema maze Um, And I think that pretty well sums it up. There really was no steps for me to take to find a place where I could get affordable assessment and any kind of affordable care. And all the while, your symptoms are actually worsening, which is incredibly frightening. Wow. So you're surviving cancer and then you have another condition that's so debilitating thrown at you. Yeah, and like Monique says there, the cancer treatment, we're really good at treating cancer with this wraparound care. We're less good at having a really linear progress for people who are then diagnosed with lymphedema. And I spoke to one of the key researchers in this space. He's Neil Piller from Flinders University in Adelaide. We actually had him on the health report talking about lymphedema way back in 2001, which uh, just goes to show that this is an issue that we've been dealing with for quite a while now. And he says, as Monique kind of alludes to there, if you can get to lymphedema early, it can be managed and held at bay pretty well. But if you don't, it can progress to being debilitating. The most important thing is in the early stage of lymphedema, it's pretty simple and pretty easy to manage with compression and skin care and activity and a little bit of self-massage and professional massage. But once lymphedema goes on, it goes through different stages. It goes from a fluid stage to a fatty, fluidy stage to a fatty fibrous stage. And then all sorts of other things start happening to their their immune systems, for instance. They, they're unable to generate an appropriate immune response sometimes because the lymphatics are working really slowly. And that means a bacteria can get established in the arm or the, the leg or somewhere before the body's defense systems can come to it. Well, so it really can have long-term effects and people can end up in hospital because of it, right? 
Yeah, and this is the thing. So if it's treated well initially, it's relatively straightforward. If it goes untreated, it can develop into yeah infections, as he just said. One person I spoke to when researching this story was Queensland woman Helen. She had lymphedema and cellulitis, which is sort of a, an infection of your skin uh, when your skin um, barrier is compromised and ulcers in her legs. And she really struggled to find appropriate care, but especially affordable care. This is actually kind of a yucky thing to talk about, but I think it really goes to just how debilitating this problem can get. Every summer for several years, she would end up with maggots in the ulcers in her leg. It was very dehumanising. It was also very painful because they they actually hurt and they made my leg bleed. When I took the wraps off one night, well, I actually just had the uh, liner and a pad underneath. When I took that off, my leg was dripping with blood onto the floor. There was about six or seven years I was in and out of hospital and no one was willing to put me on to someone else who could help me. Please fund our supplies and some kind of transport to be able to go to our appointments because having to pay for everything ourselves is prohibitive. It's too expensive. Back in 2009, for me, I wished I would have been able to access the health system a lot sooner, get the help that I needed and be able to have a better quality of life because I rarely leave the house. Unless I've got an appointment or we do the groceries, I don't go out. Too painful and I get stared at. So to summarise, the treatments and the care are fairly simple and inexpensive, but once people get into hospital, that's when it gets really costly. Yeah, exactly. So again, about early treatment, the cornerstone of lymphedema treatment is compression garments. They help push that lymphatic fluid out of the limb. They also do need lymphatic draining massage and skin care to prevent infections. But like I said, there are various subsidy schemes in states and territories to help people afford the compression garments, and even that is relatively relatively recent, but they're not always easy for people to access. Our most vulnerable patients are still not able to access their garments because there aren't the clinical guidelines and optimal care pathways and referral pathways to get the patient to the clinics to get their garments. So it sounds like a complex problem. What are some of the solutions that people are suggesting? So there are a couple of things there. Professor Pillar talks about basically stopping the number of people that end up uh, developing lymphedema with better cancer care, which is in the pipeline that's already happening. With better cancer detection and treatment, that doesn't need to do as much damage to the lymph nodes during the treatment phase, which just reduces the number of people who would then go on to develop lymphedema down the track. He also says it's really important for GPs and other medical staff to be properly educated about lymphedema during their medical training so that they can identify it and then refer people on quickly because, as we know, early intervention is important. And then also this sense of having a national register. We don't actually really have solid numbers, which makes it really hard for advocates like Monique to make a case as to why there needs to be 
better public funding of this. If there was a national register, we would have the data to track it. We'd know how much it was costing the system and then make a better case for subsidising it. And lymphedema advocate Monique Barraham is calling specifically for, well, I'll actually, I'll let her explain. But in terms of incremental steps right here, right now, in 2023, I'm calling for a round table. Let's get the experts, the clinicians, the researchers, the decision makers, the consumers around the table, around the country to really start getting some sort of real collective idea and understanding of what is going on with lymphedema and to start building that roadmap to get us to those end goals. Every individual affected by lymphedema should have access to affordable, evidence-based lymphedema care. Monique Barraham, their lymphedema advocate. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.